0: Hello, 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 hello and welcome to another edition of Kent and the steering team back at ya for another week. Once again you're joined by myself Phil, my good mate Drew. Unfortunately, Kent can't be with us this week. He's actually shampooing his hair with de de deco re, re remember that? Anyway, on with the show,
1: Drusef Howie Youssef. I'm not too shabby. I'm in a food coma, though, much like you.
0: Uh, yes, um, in rather spontaneous, 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 spon- spontaneous spontaneity, um, yes. <laughs> Drew, myself, and Sarah Moon, who's here now? Hi. Yeah, she, Hi. She here now. She made it to Australia. Um, we spontaneously decided to go and get Teller Balls. Teller Balls being a dessert place that makes stuff with Nutella and often not with Nutella. Um, and we both had Pastatella, which essentially is... Um, the stuff food comas are made from. Yeah. Some crepe shredded with some chocolate over the top of it and some ice cream. So, yeah, we're in... We're totally trashed. I went and emptied yeah. a lot of it, and uh, <coughs> I'm now a lot lighter and good to go, floating up towards the ceiling. Um, on today's show, on today's show, yes. I feel like we're going to try and cover... Um, we've got um, Apple, of course, because this is Kent and the steering team, so we have to discuss Apple. Of course. Uh, having to remove group FaceTime calls due to a bug, which um, means that... You can listen into other people's microphones if they haven't answered the call. We're going to discuss Glass, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe a little bit more after that. Um, of course, first cab off the rank is the fact that Sarah Moon has arrived in Australia. Insert the applause here. Yeah, and she just waved from the background, uh, on the bed in the background we there. You
1: don't have to tell them, they they heard her wave.
0: They heard the wave. They, they heard, heard the them. wave. Well, of course, we are... <laughs> Making sound waves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the bad are out. That's the worst thing ever. Um, yeah, so she's here. She arrived last Thursday, of course. As I mentioned last week, she was arriving the very next day. That's why Drew was here recording with me. He's here recording with me this week because, why not, it's a lot more efficient for me. And it was nice to see him as always. Aw, thank you. Always. Um, and yeah, so she arrived. We had some fun. We've had. She's met more family than I think she possibly... Or more people than I think that she... Possibly could have. I think the only thing that would have rivaled that would have been our adventures in India. Am I right? Yeah. More people were met then. But of course there were because there's a lot of people there. Uh, yeah. So she's here. It's real nice to have her here. I'm loving having her here. Um, she's making every day brighter, every day better. Oh babe. Vibe. Yep. So she's here. She's put some flowers in my or plants in my room. What Drew? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Moments moment's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's put some plants in my room, my room's <laughs> becoming a lot more, uh... Green. Green. It's cool. I think the plants look okay. I'm happy with them. Okay. Yeah. Such a firm compliment. They look okay. Is so moon. So fairy lights Yeah, the fairy, fairy lights. We have to put the fairy lights up. Ooh, fairy lights. Yep. Um, we need to get an igloo built in here so we have a little bit of cool air, alright? not going to recognize the room anymore. No, the wall, the wall's going to stop being red eventually. <laughs> All right, you're gonna paint it purple. No. But red. Yeah, what think the hell exactly. is that supposed to mean? It's
1: horrific. Red walls with black carpet.
0: You don't have to stay in here. No. <laughs> um, yes. So yeah. Anyway, all the fun. All the fun. No, it's going really Maybe well. It's just
1: because it's really hot. The red wall is not encouraging. Because exactly.
0: the aircon is on really low. But the aircon's on in the background. It will get cooler in here as we go on. Yes. So Um, we will soldier on, as
1: we always do. Absolutely
0: we'll soldier on. Uh, Let's move on to topic... That's topic one. Topic two. I guess this would be the first Hold My Coke of the year. Yes, it is. Hold My Coke. Apple have stuffed up and have, I I think for the first time that I can ever recall, have had to redact a piece of technology or a bit of software that they have. The batteries. The iPhone batteries. Yeah, I guess so. I guess... Yeah okay. yeah, okay. This is the second time Apple yeah. had to redact a piece of software or technology. Because of course the issue is, and I've got the story here, <clears throat> that
1: um, Apple removes FaceTime group calling as it tries to fix spying bug.
0: Yes, um, the, the bug in question um, lets you hear the audio of the person you're calling before they accept the call. This only happens on, um, group calls, group FaceTime calls. Um, the bug appears to fool a person, uh, sorry, full, um, a call recipients phone into thinking a group call. Um, and therefore it means that which is more than two people, obviously that's, hence a group thing, um, like is already in motion. So therefore it thinks that that's already happening. So therefore it just. Turns the microphone on without them, you know, ever accepting the call in the first place. Has it already been stopped? Yeah, it's been removed. So we can't test the no. theory. No, it's been knocked down straight away. Track. They got it down as fast as something happened. Um, Apple said so this is all on Monday. This happened or well, Monday U.S. time, so I guess Tuesday morning for us. Um, but Apple basically said we're aware of the issue and have identified a fix that will be released in software update later this in a software update later this week. So they're right on it. They're on it real quick. Of course, they have to be. It's Apple. Well, they, are, um, they always seem to jump like, on top of whatever the issue is. And again, Apple are uh, the burner phone of choice nowadays, so they have to have their encryption absolutely key. Of course. Which brings me on to another encryption thing. Have you heard about the fact that Facebook um, or Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp and Instagram are going to be merging their um, platforms soon? No. So you can contact someone from Messenger on WhatsApp. You can contact someone from Instagram um on Facebook Messenger or on WhatsApp you know that kind of thing so you can so they're they're going to merge the messaging functions yeah they're all going to work individually Um, for the first time Instagram um, instant messaging is going to have um, encryption because it's never had encryption before only Messenger and WhatsApp have had it
1: yeah of course
0: so that's good so all three of them are going to have the encryption they're all going to run the same way similar sort of interface but you know with their own sort of themes and stuff like that
1: well this starts to piece together the massive restructure of messenger that happened on the 17th
0: yeah it looks completely different now yeah i I did try it
1: yeah well I, i hung off the update and then it automatically did it for me this morning
0: well i found that when i opened it once it was just Changed and mm. I don't remember ever. Yeah. My app hadn't been updated, it just changed the look of it.
1: Yeah, that's what I went through this morning. I purposefully avoided
0: updating it because I wanted to keep the original and then because it looks way better now, it doesn't yeah. make sense. It's just, but that's like remember when timeline came into it and how stupid timeline was. And now timeline's actually pretty much gone except for the cover photo. It's basically T- timeline
1: functionality is still there, they've
0: just removed the fact that you're remember it used to be. Um, your timeline would have left hand column which is yep. your current stuff and right hand was history stuff Sarah Marion, we're trying to record a podcast. So <laughs> we're going to have to stop and start all over again no we don't really it's fine it's I fine huh? I did my best doctor. no it's totally fine how long were you holding it in? a oh, while wow. you're allowed to sneeze straight away <laughs> it's entertaining for us yeah so. <laughs> seriously there's no problem with him like, genuinely there's not you can hear the aircon in the background through this podcast. We hear the
1: planes flying over.
0: Planes flying over. If it starts to rain here, you hear the rain. Whatever it is. It's just me in the background. Just you in the background. Oh, that's okay. It's probably the best background noise you've ever heard. <laughs> Aww. We've had so many people in the background too. Yep. So many guests. I'm being biased. You are. Biased. There's no T in bias. <laughs> okay, just that's enough now. <laughs> Oh, hey, pace looking.
1: yourself we, we've got another 40 minutes <laughs>
0: yeah um yeah so that's what they're doing they're merging their stuff together which is pretty exciting pretty cool pretty interesting pretty ooh, it's definitely
1: interesting I'm, I'm more concerned about the idea that one day maybe Instagram will just fold into Facebook and I really
0: despise the idea of that well the fact that they both have the story function who uses Facebook story who the hell uses that it's weird Instagram story okay yeah that's kind of they stole that from Snapchat, but I think it works. I think it's a bit more popular than Snapchat because Snapchat's filters are stupid.
1: They're getting um, better, but Snapchat has started copying Instagram, where it puts the little line down the center when you're trying to position. Oh, so you can actually
0: level things up. Yeah, which is a good idea. It is. Isn't that funny? How uh, Snapchat said absolutely no way we're going to sell to. Um, uh, Snapchat said we no way we're going to sell to Facebook, hmm. and so Facebook said okay, stuff yeah, and did their own story thing. Yeah. Which is the main part. But uh, I think that made Snapchat's share prices plummet, but that's okay. I like that they didn't sell, though. No, I agree, but I think they should have. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're falling by the wayside very quickly.
1: I'm still a stalwart user. I have a ridiculous snap streak with one particular friend that's broken the two-year mark. So that's staggering. Yeah, I'm, I'm checking how many days it is. Uh, Please do. 765. Oh my god. Then that's a snap streak and a half.
0: Sarah Moon, do you use Snapchat very often? Uh, no. Did you use it very much before Instagram stories? Mm, no. Did you get it just because I didn't. Well, because no, they updated it and then I can figure out how it works, so. I still don't understand how it, it works properly anymore. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, Snapchat absolutely shot themselves in the foot with that update. Like, that's a fact because everyone just said oh stuff so this I'll just go to Instagram then
1: it doesn't make as much sense now as it used to
0: no, it used to be obvious yeah um, but anyway what do, what, what do I know I'm, I'm not one of their people Clear, they like running out of business but um, yeah so uh, you know the guy that runs Instagram Ah, uh, Snapchat. Sorry.
1: Well, every time I see one of these updates, whether it's Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, it just every time they do a new version of it, it just looks closer to what Microsoft did when they went to Vista. Yeah, that
0: wasn't very successful. And even
1: the functionality feels like Vista on many of them.
0: Well, Facebook I think has recovered a bit. A little Facebook bit. Facebook feels a lot more like original Facebook now. Again, they've got timeline in the background. If you want it, it's there. But no one wants it, so it's not the default anymore. One thing that annoys me about Facebook is the fact that you can't have um, your newsfeed set to most recent. It's always set to featured or whatever it is. I don't want it to be featured, I want it to be most recent. I thought there was a way to change that stuff. You can't set it as a default. You can only on ever change desktop. it yourself. Yeah, new your newsfeed, you can only. your top stories. Top stories can go away because who cares about top stories? They're so irrelevant. I only ever want the most recent thing on my timeline or my main news I've feed i've had to start culling the
1: pages i follow because i'm not actually seeing any of my real contacts posting real yeah I've, things. I've done that
0: I've, I've unfollowed so many things yeah. i you know how everyone follows like unilad and stuff like yep. that and lad bible i just went no no thanks because i get too much content from them hmm. it's just cool stuff but i didn't get to see anything from my well, friends well, or clogs your thing.
1: feed and if you really want to you can go to their page and just troll
0: through it for five minutes and exactly. get all the catch ups there. Uh, oh excuse me, I yawned. You yawned. Um I will never ever ever unfollow Petuto Advocate though. That will always stay on my newspaper oh, One absolute then institution. The Chaser and the Onion. Absolute institution. And or Double Bay um Orion or whatever it is, I can't remember what is it is. Double Bay Herald or something. something like that. Yeah. Oh they're amazing. yep satirical newspapers have their place. They do. They deserve to stay. But, yeah, you know, uh, look, so Facebook's in trouble with their thing, with their group thing, but that'll be fixed ASAP. Um, whatever topic we've got onto next is doing exactly what it's doing. And, yeah, uh, the WhatsApp, Facebook, and, um, or Messenger, and uh, Instagram, yeah. yeah, so that's going to happen. They're going to do that. So long as it's not a full integration. No, they'll still run independently, but again, yep. you can now, you will then be able to message from... Instagram to Facebook Messenger or um, WhatsApp and same from one of the others to the other two which is a bit weird a bit pointless but anyway I think they're just
1: trying to prepare us for this integration where they just become one yeah
0: what's Insta Messenger Instabook what's Instabook what's Instabook yeah Instabook I, Messenger
1: I, I read a, I read a really funny thing the other day um it, it was a screenshot designed to be a meme, and it was someone going, Oh, don't, don't you wish that when you went to someone's Twitter feed, it would just play play a song that they choose as soon as you open their profile? And the <laughs> response underneath was, Wow, we have now gone a full generation of people that never knew MySpace.
0: Yeah. I was going to say yeah. MySpace I can't remember that remember, I too. one thing I didn't like Facebook about it when I, it first started was that you couldn't customise your profile
1: yeah no no more skins for your page you couldn't do the skins no, you couldn't no group widgets things. No. you couldn't
0: group things in your own way you couldn't yeah. do anything you couldn't have a song that plays straight away that was just so ridiculous and I didn't ever use Bebo I was only ever MySpace I had Bebo I liked Bebo I liked MySpace
1: MySpace was wonderful and to think that you know was what 10, 11 years ago, MySpace mm. was at the pinnacle.
0: Well, what's phenomenal is that MySpace is still around. They've obviously shrunk around the distance, but like... Well, they Justin Timberlake to, bought them out. Well, they've managed to keep them going. They've managed to keep mm. them keep it alive. Whereas, Bebo went out of business. Bebo died out very fast. and' not it said that Messenger doesn't exist anymore? I miss MSN. Because look I think I think what was good about Messenger was it was a background it could be there in the background and you'd get like you'd see who's online or something like that mm. it was integration to your computer or your laptop mm. whereas now if you're on a desktop or a laptop you've got to be on the web page to have that integration you don't yeah, despite you don't the have fact separate no yeah despite the fact Skype. that like Yeah, I guess so, but it's not the same scope. Not the same. I know it's owned by Microsoft, but it's not the same. I know that you can have like notifications come up on my desktop. I've got apps and stuff like that on my computer that connects to Facebook and Twitter and stuff. It's not the point. Like Messenger was different, and it worked differently, and was such a. You just had it there always.
1: I remember I had this plugin for it, MSN Live Plus, and it let you customize MSN, Mm. and you could actually make it transparent. So I remember yeah. I I had it set to really transparent in case I was busted on there instead of doing my homework. I was like, oh no no no, there's the, there's my assessment that I'm typing up. And That's really clever. You, just, you couldn't quite see the MSN from a distance. I remember there
0: was a um there's a cool uh, website which basically just spits out an essay if you in case you don't want to be busted doing the wrong thing you just mash the keyboard just keep like tapping the keyboard making it look like you're typing something it just spits out words every time you tap, tap the keyboard and it just writes an essay for you so it looks like you're doing something real proper. this is brilliant yeah I can't remember what it was but it's just this bullshit do you, do you know what that is Simon? Oh, I'll have to go looking for it
1: on, on the nostalgia do you remember before we had Google Translate we all used to have to go to Babelfish who the hell is Babelfish? You don't remember Babelfish? No, I can't remember Babelfish. So Babelfish comes from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but it was, it was a translate website that everyone used before Google created Google Translate.
0: Hmm.
1: Everyone used to use uh, what was it? Alta Vistas Babelfish. And
0: how did it work? Very similar?
1: Yeah, you you just choose which language you were translating from one to the
0: other and I can still remember the first time I heard a computer have a voice and it was like oh like when an error message would come up you could have it. Speak. Microsoft Sam. Well, that. But I had a Mac, so it was just showing it yeah, like the, the weird Mac voice. You could have it where it would do it to the tune of like the Death March whatever where it's like do 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 yeah. do do So you could have error messages talk like that. It's not my fault. I've got an error message. It's just like the fuck is this? Like it's just stupid. Like it was really stupid. It's like pointless. It's Apple. Wasting time. To be different. Oh yeah, think differently. Think different. But they did a poor job of it. Well, they, had, they had no choice. Bill Gates
1: stole the computer from them. Yes,
0: true. Um, but then, of course, we got Siri, so Siri's around. But even Google's doing a better job of that. I'm yet to see more of Google's um, voice assistants, not the Google Home one, but the one that actually can book in appointments for you yeah. and have phone conversations with you with businesses that don't have websites. That one. It's interesting. Which is a phenomenal concept. It is horrifyingly amazing what that thing can do. What's the other one? Alexa. There's Alexa, there's Google Home, there's... um, Siri. Siri, yeah. All the ones that have their friends. I wonder what... And, and of course, PC has Cortana. Yeah. She's an idiot.
1: I felt a little bit torn when they decided to name her Cortana. I was like, "Mm, it's sweet that you want to go for Halo, but really... It's just a cop-out, really.
0: Yeah. What the hell does Siri mean? I don't know what Siri means. Where's... It's pro- probably like the LCM theory Yeah name it whatever uh, um, The kids favourite letters Hey Siri Why is your name Siri What does that mean Okay. Siri has many subtle, metaphorical And frankly contradictory meanings None of which I am at liberty to discuss Sorry about that What a bitch What a bitch I don't know how to respond to that Well why don't you have a crack I don't know what that means. Okay, just shut if up. You... No, go away, you're an idiot. So that is Siri. Cool in a nutshell. Oh wait, is, hey Siri. Hey, speech interpretation recognition. Interface. Are you friends with Alexa? I think the acquisition of information and intelligence by human beings through virtual assistance is a very good thing. What did you say?
1: Speech interpretation and recognition interface, Siri we got schooled speech speech interpretation interpretation
0: and recognition interface and recognition interface Siri I didn't think it ever stood for anything it was like LCM's LCM. because of course and of course LCM was relevant because Sarah yeah. and I went shopping the other day at Woolworths
1: did you buy a pack of LCM's no, I, with the I, leaders
0: no but I explained to her what it meant how how they how the name came about did you always buy her a pack of Dunkaroos? No, she oh. didn't. And she doesn't like Woolies mud cakes. She doesn't like tiny teddies. Yeah, but she loved red rock mm-hmm. deli lime and black, black pepper, pepper. And, the, and the balsamic vinegar and um, sea salt. Sea salt. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Bag of the honey soy chicken ones. Honey oh, soy chicken, of course. We looked at them um, there, but yum. had them too much in my life. Um, We're going to have to do a chip episode, I reckon. I think so, where we just review chips, just yeah. have all the bags in front of us and just try one.
1: And talk about how chicken twisties are so much better than cheese ones. I would agree. Mm.
0: Uh, we also had knickknacks, which is the English version of... Nope. South African. The South African version of um, twisties. Yep. It's a lot more cheddary, yeah. but so good. they take the taste is less cardboardy. Oh,
1: okay.
0: So that's a benefit. Um... It's always a win uh, see look but my issue is that I'm not a massive fan of like real cheesy sort of things again that's why I don't like nacho cheese um, Doritos
1: see I don't like cheese supreme because it's too cheesy at least the nacho
0: cheese has a bit of a different flavour to it also not a big fan of nachos um what yep yeah, not true fact uh yeah so that's how are we friends I don't know I also don't like guacamole guacamole
1: yeah I'm, I'm with you there
0: I don't like avocado uh, again with you there Samaroon loves avocado. She does indeed. She does indeed. Um, Yeah, cool. Alright, so that's that topic. Good stuff. That was was Hold My Coke plus uh, Rambling. Mm. Glass Glass drew and plus nostalgia. Glass. Glass. Yeah. So I've seen it twice. And did you still think the plot was pretty transparent? Yes. I thought it was very... Okay, so if you don't want to have any spoilers to this at all, skip through about... 10-15 10-15 yeah. minutes because you know we, we don't want to shatter it for you no you, we, just you you skipped the
1: transparent joke
0: oh 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 that just breaks my heart <laughs> get it <laughs> um it's like a reflection of myself wow um I guess I guess you could say it pains me these jokes are not all they're cracked up to be
1: I think right. we, were, we we're meant to be doing a review. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so if you don't want to hear anything about this, jump forward about 12 minutes and check back in. I like that, 12 um, minutes. All right. Glass. Unbreakable, I absolutely love. Yep. Split, absolutely love. Yep. yep. Um, you have issues with them, but that's okay.
1: I love Split. I have a little, tiny little issue with Unbreakable that I can
0: overlook. But Glass, we have lots of issues with yes split was a phenomenal movie for a couple of reasons one because it was a phenomenal movie terrific mm. acting um and the fact that M. Night Shyamalan managed to link two films that you know the original had no intention of ever having any sort of follow-up to it it also has a strong cohesive three-act structure to it which makes it a terrific movie but uh yeah yeah so glass oh sorry split did a phenomenal thing it linked itself to another movie without Mm. ever actually having to without ever letting you know that it was until the final moments um glass though glass though was interesting it was linking two other films together to therefore make a trilogy Um, it was using characters, three strong characters from these other two individual movies. Um, It had so much that it could have been and could have done, but didn't really do any of them. It really kind of and what Sarah, Drew, myself um, even Bianca thought of this was that it it falls down in probably the last 20 minutes, last 15 minutes. It, it's, it's... It's when you
1: realise that that last 15, 20 minutes is actually the last 15, 20 minutes.
0: That's the problem. Because they... they again, Don't want spoilers, fast forward again, about 11 minutes in now. Um, <laughs> they introduce a new character. And I don't mean a new character as in they just introduce someone in the background there. They introduce a significant plot point through a character or a series of characters in the last 15 minutes, even the last five minutes of the movie. And that completely changes everything about Unbreakable, everything about Split, and then everything that we'd seen in Glass up until that point. I feel cheated. I'm pissed off because I love Bruce Willis so much and he was amazing in Unbreakable at playing this kind of sad kind of pathetic rundown guy that had a sporting injury years ago that meant that he couldn't play the sport that he wanted to he settled for the woman that he absolutely loved but Mm. meant that he couldn't be yeah be the sports person that he was probably destined to be he'd survived a drowning as a child like he was a challenged person but he survived a train crash that killed everyone else on the train and he survived without a single broken bone cut you know mishap nothing he was perfect in every way no scratch on him the entirety of that just feels inconsequential now yeah. Exactly So Bruce Willis was a fantastic character there at the end of Split we see Bruce Willis and he's just again just it seems like a normal guy doing his thing mm. in his work uniform his um his overalls as a security guard he's just doing his thing but in this one he's the same sort of guy but doing a little bit more being a little bit more using his powers essentially Yeah, his unbreakable powers but then suddenly no thanks and he gets taken away and wiped out and um, it turns out that he's not significant at all because there's people like him everywhere splits the same this phenomenal character or series of characters all played by James McAvoy
1: I'm just having a read he played we we got to see 20 out of the 24 um, people that live inside Kevin really yeah um, well at least there are 20 of them listed on the cast billing for him
0: that's fantastic we got to
1: meet 20 out of the 24 of the horde that's fantastic that's outstanding
0: so yeah so James McAvoy does an amazing job once again in this one mm. um, and it turns out it's only been three weeks since the first since Split this like last set three weeks after the first one yeah that I still don't understand yeah, it's really bizarre especially when you look at the age of um, I can't remember her name the girl oh, the girl uh, she's aged a lot more
1: Anya Taylor-Joy
0: what's her character's name? Casey Casey she's aged a lot she's in a foster home now her stepfather's gone oh sorry her uncle's gone to jail like a lot has happened in Mm. three weeks impossibly amount impossible amount of things has happened in three weeks but somehow anyway we're three weeks down the track and Bruce Willis and the Horde come face to face or the Beast come face to face and it all goes kind of tits up um, because they get taken to a correctional facility because they are abnormal people where they find that they are there with Mr. Glass Samuel Old Jackson bum, bum, bum. who was absent from Split but uh, got a mention in Split uh, so yeah so they're all in there look it's interesting they're trying to break them and make them um, almost like what happens in Unbreakable and what happens in Split it's almost a plot repeat in that they try and make them understand that they're not significant in Unbreakable is a bit the opposite but also it was Bruce Willis trying to reason with himself and say I'm not significant in unbreak- uh, sorry, in split, it was the um, psychiatrist or therapist was trying to break him out of it and make him understand that he was not significant.
1: Yeah.
0: And in this one, they do the kind of the same thing again, except this time they're all in a prison um, or a, a, a um, you know mental institution with their big kind of um, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for their uh, their. Uh, um, Kryptonite yeah. in front of them. Bruce Willis is afraid of water because he almost drowned, so he's got these massive pressure hoses there connected to a water tank. They're gonna spray him if he does something wrong. There's um, the horde there with lights in front of him because of course the saying is, you know, each character gets to stand in the front of the light. So if there's a bright light, it kind of breaks him up and changes who the character is, so they've got lights in front of him. And then there's Mr. Glass, just in his room, doing nothing. And all that happens, and we suddenly start to get to the, start seeing the cleverness of Mr. Glass and what he can do, and he tries to organize this massive kind of big crescendo fight on the top of these brand new this brand new tall tower in downtown Philly, and suddenly, no, that doesn't happen. And then the new character comes in and it changes completely everything. And it throws away everything that we've looked at for the entire movie.
1: Like he's always. He's always done these twists in his films, but... This isn't a good twist, though, this one. No, because when you go back and piece it together, the clues are not really there for you to go back and go, Oh, yep, he was building to that. No, there is no evidence that he's actually building to that.
0: I mean, if you look at Split, you look at Unbreakable, you look at Signs, you look at The Village, you look at The Sixth Sense, these kind of big Shyamalan movies yeah these hints the sixth sense
1: it's all there if you go back very carefully the wife never acknowledges
0: him he thinks that they're having a bit of fight or something it's been written very smartly whereas signs are the same thing signs you see you see that these little elements of the movie and both physical signs and metaphorical signs happening everywhere throughout the whole movie yeah the village the same thing. Oh, the there spin throughout even, the entire
1: uh, movie. Even the weaker entry
0: um, Lady in the Water. I
1: it has plenty there.
0: But Unbreakable has it, you know, the, the what Bruce Willis has withstood, what he can do, how he can interact with things. Maybe that's the problem. This film feels hollow. It's the it's a it's not a strong it's got a lot of strong characters to it and yep. it's got a lot of hype around it, but it's yep. not a strong film.
1: No. again I just I feel cheated because this was meant to be Mr. Glass's film and it's like they only remember that in literally the last seven minutes of the movie Mm. of course in our first viewing
0: we got evacuated from the cinema
1: yes and I haven't actually gone back
0: to watch it again after that I really should I've never been in the cinema before this isn't about the movie so much but this is just about for an evacuation yeah I've never been evacuated from a movie before ever and I've always wondered what happens if that happens and clearly it's apparently it's awful as it turns out it is awful um, basically the alarms go off they'll keep playing the movie they'll finally say okay evacuate so you all get out of the cinema you come back into the cinema and your movie is still playing so then they turn off the screen but keep the audio going then they go oh we'll rewind it then they rewind it to the point where the evacuation had it happened not when the alarm started going off so Unfortunately for us in glass, it was an incredibly critical kind of well, what we thought at the time was an incredibly critical plot point, where some very heavy duty discussions were going on. But there was um, alarms going on, and so yeah. we didn't get to hear any of that. And they didn't rewind to that point because that's not when we got evacuated. So we missed out we missed on 10 so many minutes, which is bullshit. Just I wrecked the experience. Yes, yeah, it did. I, I I know you
1: put very little stock in. Um Rotten Tomatoes but I, I just I love picking apart the tomato mm-hmm. meter versus the audience score mm-hmm. and I can't quite get my head around the one for glass so the tomato meter sits at 36% so that's the professional one yeah yeah. I, I would agree with sure. that yep, absolutely. realistically audience
0: score 76% What's well, because the audience again the audience got tricked into the fact that it's big characters yeah but that's people, what it is but people bought it like yeah, I think I'd, so. I'd like to think that audiences are a little smarter uh, no I think that if because I I can see why they bought it because Bruce Willis was strong Bruce Willis uh, reviewers have said he was tired Bruce Willis but it's because the character was tired he was getting sick of this I, I world he, he was I in. think
1: he's frustrated and his character's frustrated because he's literally rendered helpless for 90% of the film yeah which is
0: absolutely not what he is yeah so it's like well what's the, the point of, of this yeah yeah, yeah so Bruce Willis is fantastic as Bruce Willis that's a waste of a setup in Split yeah it, it, this movie just wasted everything it wasted the, the crescendo of how yep. um, Split tied in with Unbreakable at the very last moment so oh. suddenly we're like what's next it wasted Glass's movie it wasted seeing James McAvoy on screen again as the Horde it, it wasted Bruce Willis as um, it also cheated us of getting to see
1: them exposed in the city I was G'd up getting ready yeah. to watch them show off their superpowers the big... in the city in front of everyone and the the world would know that superiors were real. And instead, they give that to us, but they
0: gave us the, the poorest version of that. What was it that um, Mr. Glass said? This isn't a... This is an origin story. It's not a... Um, uh, you said something, but... Th- the,
1: so, this this isn't a legend story or something. Yeah, this is, yeah. This yeah. Is so an basically, story.
0: exactly. So the line used in the movie, I can't remember exactly what it was, but the line to portray the fact that um, basically this is two feature characters, unbreakable on one side, and the horde or the beast on the other side, fighting for good and evil against each other, mm. coming against each other and fighting in the city on a massive sort of like, set piece, massive stage, all the lights and camera on them boom is going to be huge the plot twist is that it's not about that at all it's about no. the fact that people do have superpowers everywhere that's the origin story but that's weak because we. this didn't... is how
1: the world found out that there were people with superpowers well that's
0: yeah that's weak because we didn't give a shit about that because we're invested in the character of um, Unbreakable and invested in the character of Split and invested in Mr Glass we're invested in those three people but suddenly they don't matter Here's well, why the, the hell do we care?
1: Here's part of the quote. This was an origin story the whole time.
0: Yeah, like, who, okay, that's fine, but only if they're yeah, a character that we've known been, about the whole time. If it was yeah. maybe the son or the or um, Casey, okay, maybe that's cool. Yeah. Maybe yeah. They, were, they were on screen for a lot of the films. But you
1: don't bring in an organization randomly. From nowhere.
0: And apparently they've been watching the whole time. Well, why the hell do we care? We've known nothing about I them. I couldn't care less about that. So it's M Night Shyamalan once again out M Night himself, and stuffing up, and doing a poor job of overthinking it and thinking he's doing something phenomenal without actually explaining to us exactly what he's doing. It's just
1: frustrating. He is a frustrating filmmaker. He is. But That's we could true. but we could ramble on about that all day when you know there's so many more interesting things out there like how Donald Trump has. Um, has tried to woo NASA toward making
0: it to Mars by 2020. Absolutely has, and I've got that article here in front of me.
1: Interesting. (laughs) So, basically, um, for those of you that haven't read the fantastic article, uh, his space ambitions were for NASA to reach Mars in his first term in office, and he promised them he would give them however much money they needed to make it possible
0: absolutely you did and in fact i think at this moment it's probably a good idea that we then because this relates to the very next segment here yes it's time for our sick end of the week
1: it is time for our sick kind of the week so
0: of course if you'd like to be on a show um reach out to us facebook instagram um soundcloud or in person carry pigeon however you want to throw our a post Throw a piece of paper at us or wrap a rock. A paper plane, paper? Even. Yeah, 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 wrap a rock, rock and paper. Throw it through the windows. Um, address
1: it to Mr. Duncan of Duncan's Toy Chest. Aww. No, yeah. Yes. P.S., thanks for the turtle doves. Yeah, our
0: turtle doves. Uh, yes, so. Reach out to us if you're on the show. More than likely on your first episode, you will be the Sick Kent of the Week. First official episode is not in the background. You'll yeah, so be so Sid of the King, Week.
1: you going to clarify that one. Yes.
0: Um. Of course, this week's episode, we don't have an official sit-in extra person. Mm. Someone's in the background, so not part of the show. So, hey, Sarah. Hi. Um, so, this week, our sick end of the week, is the fantastic... Um, ...individual who told us Trump, this is not possible.
1: To explain <laughs> it properly, so... Um, let's, let's go through the, uh, the Atlantic's news article. So the
0: exchange which took place in the Oval Office... ...appears in Team of Vipers, a forthcoming book by former White House um, official Cliff Sims.
1: And um, was first reported by New York Magazine.
0: It was. So for anyone who knows about space travel, this encounter amounts to a breathtaking misunderstanding... ...by a leader of the state... ...of his nation's space program. But, of course, it's just one of many accidents for Trump. Um,
1: So this took place in April 2017 in the White House?
0: Yeah, so basically what happened... Peggy uh, Whitson, a NASA NASA astronaut, had broken the American record... ...for the longest time spent in space, and Trump was going to...
1: On a long-distance video call to congratulate her. Exactly.
0: And about ten minutes before this happened... About 10 minutes before the call happened, um, the call was live-streamed, I don't believe this part was live-streamed, Trump suddenly turned toward Robert Lightfoot, um, the acting administrator of NASA, and asked him, what's our plan for Mars? Lightfoot explained that NASA hopes to put people on the planet by 2030s, you know, that time in that decade, but um, Trump asked if there's any way that it can be done during his first term. Uh, Sims writes that a fidgeting Lightfoot tried to explain some of the technical challenges of Mars mission, um, Trump was undeterred and said, but what if I gave you all the money you could ever need to do it? What if we sent NASA's budget through the roof, but focused entirely on that instead of whatever, whatever else you've got going on? Could it work then? And <laughs> Lightfoot <laughs> said he was sorry, but no. And the interaction, according to, um, Sims, left the president visibly disappointed. (laughs) Like, come on. Can you imagine him pouting when he finds out? Yeah, just sitting there. I can imagine him sitting there, his hands kind of, his hands between his knees, and just him, like, you know, kind of, like, cradling his hands or bouncing his fingers against the other fingers. Yeah. And just, like, pouting and sitting there, slumped forward, looking a bit pathetic and a bit sorry for himself.
1: I feel like he'd, um... You know what he'd look like? He'd, he'd look like Milton in
0: office space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he would. That, that, that yeah. real droopy sort of sad face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Just um, that, that
1: complete and utter disappointment.
0: <laughs> uh, so, what else was there then? Um,
1: well, some something that your article has skipped over was that when, um, when Trump first asked um, the guy live for it. Oh, no, here we here we go. We get up to it here yeah, in the so article. Here we go. What, what, so Trump asked
0: um, Whitson, the, Whitson
1: the, astronaut. the astronaut, what do you see a timing for actually sending humans to Mars? Is there a schedule? And when would you see that happening? And Whitson immediately responded, well, I think as your bill directed, it will be approximately in the 2030s.
0: Because... <laughs> I don't know what place Trump has asking the astronaut what the what about the decision on on that when it's when you've you've got the NASA. But
1: he made the public statement about that bill. Yeah, about a month week. before. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. about a, a month or a week yeah. before this yeah. change happened. So yeah. it's kind of like he'd, he'd already gone out and made a public address <laughs> and said twenty thirties, which is which would be during his second term. But suddenly here he is, not only then challenging the NASA administrator of the time, yeah. about this issue, but then on a live stream questioning an astronaut about it when Trump's made a point about this already. What is wrong with him? And then so what do you say? Then he goes, um, uh, well, we want to try and do it during my first term or at worst during my second term. So we'll have to speed that up a little bit, okay? We'll do our best, she said with a laugh. What the hell place? She doesn't give a shit. It's not up to her. No. She's in space at the time. What the hell is she meant to do about it? Oh, hey, NASA, let's get on it. Let's send them up to, 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 to Mars now. I don't understand it. Um, so basically, I'd like to say that should we give it to two, should we give it to both astronaut and um, administrator?
1: I think we should.
0: Yeah. Okay. No worries. So Robert Lightfoot Jr. Um, and Peggy Whitson, you are both this week's second of the week.
1: Congratulations on Abs- um, on making President Trump pout, or at least Trump we're we're partners. assuming he pouted.
0: The White House is back... Oh, sorry, the US government is back open again, is it not? I think it's just opened up on a I temporary b- I, thing. B- I believe they did reopen. I, I'm sure... They're on I a temporary something. thing because, of course, Trump is threatening for a long time had to keep it shut and then also if he had to declare a state of emergency to get the funding for the wall, but, of course, he's done na- neither of those and, in fact, the White House um, has now released the government, the shackles on the government, so people can get paid again. About 800,000 public servants are going to get paid, finally. Um, I I don't. I think Trump's been trying to skirt around the issue of what his wall is going to be for a long time, um, mm. and the Democrats are having absolutely none of it because they realize that having a wall is the stupidest idea of, of all time, especially when Trump, during one of his um, campaign um, appearances before presidency, said um, nothing can ever get over a wall, maybe a ladder. Bloody idiot. But see, this comes
1: back down to the same point we've made on this show several times before, and that is that he can't deliver on a promise. Mm-hmm. And and that's the most frustrating thing of all. It's not whether his
0: decisions are good or bad, it's the fact that he has no follow-through. And I remember before he, or when he just won presidency, I think I said it on this podcast, or I said it somewhere, I must be yeah. on Facebook, where I said, I can't remember when this, pod, this podcast, I think, is old enough to have Trump on its, uh, Trump's presiden- presidency on it, so I can't remember when I said it, but basically I said... The one thing Trump has to do in his first term as well, as president, is build that wall. And as much as I think it's the stupidest idea of all time... Yeah, he needs to just do it. He has to do it, because that's what he's promised, and that's what he said he's going to do. So he has to do it. And if he said that he was different from all other politicians, because he will deliver on things, then despite the fact that I think it is the shittest idea in all of history, Hmm. I think that he has to do it, because he said... He can deliver on it, and that he's different. And so far, he's exactly the same as every other president, exactly the same as every other politician, in his eyes, exactly the same as them, because he's not doing anything. He's it's just wasting time. He shut down the government for the longest time in history. The only thing that... The only semi-constructive
1: thing he seems to have done was the relations with North Korea, which now, it's, it's not even a talking point anymore. We hear nothing about it.
0: No, which is which is interesting. It's it's funny that it's very odd. it's funny that during it's going very quiet, during Obama and Bush it was about Iraq and Afghanistan and for him the it was. Taliban and ISIS. And then during Trump it's been North Korea. It's definitely definitely, and I'm not one for massive conspiracy theories. Of course, we've had the these issues in, the issue yes, in the past. We
1: don't we don't really talk conspiracy theories on this. But
0: show. a lot of these big wars and big issues are definitely news generated or or because it's almost you know fear-mongering
1: i'm just bringing up some news here just just out of sheer curiosity because the um the white house issue isn't really coming up but here's one that is theresa may seeks to salvage brexit deal as parliament votes on amendments
0: oh so just growing in the background there yeah well Well, so, a couple weeks ago, we we mentioned a couple weeks ago about how Theresa May got absolutely shut down in one of the largest shutdowns or Mm -hmm. or losses in parliamentary history for the UK. Sarah do you remember the facts on that? No. No? Good. Cool. Cool. Um, Yeah, so, basically, she got shut down. There were then calls for a no-confidence vote. Labour decided that they would try and uh, put in a no-confidence vote and get her out of there. Um, and then putting their own ideas forward for Brexit and what would happen with that. Um, that loss, so Theresa May still is Prime Minister. Now that she's working desperately on a amended deal, but of course she can't... She's, there's not enough time for her to go to Brussels to go and speak to the UN. Oh, uh, sorry, the UN. Oh, she's to, heading to Brussels now. Well, I thought she, there wasn't going to well. be time for it. But anyway, okay, and then she's heading to Brussels to go and find an amendment for um, the EU. But... Uh, um,
1: British politicians have instructed Prime Minister Theresa May to demand that Brussels replace the Irish border arrangement known as the backstop in a last-ditch attempt to renegotiate an exit treaty that the European Union says it will not change. Despite the vote, EU leaders have ruled out any renegotiation of the Brexit deal.
0: What is the Brexit? I didn't read Because they to shut down the Brexit deal. So, I guess Brussels and the UK came to terms on a deal which is the one that then got shut down Mm -hmm. so Brussels don't want to budge on that one but the UK has not accepted that one so what the hell are they going to do I think they should just have a despite the fact that it is so late they should have another rushed referendum and just let them say no they won't do it of course they won't do it but they should or the politicians should just say we're cancelling we're not leaving Seriously, they're so all over the place and have absolutely no idea what the hell they're doing. They should just say no. Much of the business world said a no deal Brexit
1: would cause economic chaos by eliminating existing EU trade agreements and imposing tariffs, customs checks and other barriers between the UK and the EU, its main export
0: market. Well, you know, something close to my heart, Formula One. I think there's something like <laughs> there's something like seven of the ten teams are based in the UK. Yep. But have staff everywhere across Europe, yep. and are freaking out because it's going to cripple them when they try and get their stuff across Europe to Europe for European races. They can't put staff into places because of um, visas and stuff. Now they can't do it. It doesn't work. It's going to cripple it.
1: Politicians rejected two amendments setting out a path for Parliament to prevent a No Deal exit if Mrs. May
0: could not get a deal passed next month the well, pressure's yeah. on Sarah do you know when the the, the deadline is for what like Brexit a deal the house of commons it's The the to vote I think it's, 29th. it's 29th of March okay. I think around then
1: anyway yeah March 29th is when yeah. they're due to leave
0: I think they should just not do it just re- what was it there was the there was, is, is uh, clause 5 or something like that article 15 article 15 yeah. 50. Yeah. 50. 50 article 50 yeah well they just redact it just go back I don't know. Anyway, ridiculous. Uh, Should we leave it there? Leave Brexit there for this week? Yes,
1: yeah, so it's not going anywhere anytime soon. No, it's
0: it. not. It's going to roll on again and again and again, and Sarah Moon's yeah. going to get more and more comfortable with it and love it more and more. What? Yeah. Well, Brexit. Yeah. she's going to get more and more comfortable living here, down under. With the heat about to hit tomorrow, but then the change is coming in. 23 degrees, Are you excited? That's if she lives to that point. Yes, we'll see. We'll try and get. You have to, to go buy
1: one of those touristy personal battery power. I want. I want to get in the hat with the fan. Yeah, I
0: want the hat with a fan good. on it. I want one of those. You should get one that North has the,
1: the one that has the corks hanging around. Yeah, as well. flies.
0: <laughs> ah, deary me. Anyway, thank you very much for listening in for another week. We hope this episode was actually quite entertaining. Otherwise. It's probably the usual kind of crud. Doesn't matter, except um, we got a bit political. We certainly did. In uh, of course, this is recorded on Wednesday, the thirtieth of um, January. January. When this episode goes up, this will be Drew's birthday. So everyone, send a happy birthday message to Drew. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday! You're turning twenty-seven. Seven, yes. Twenty-seven. Look yes, at that. I know. Happy birthday, Drew. Oh, thank you. Um, congratulations. Of course, we'll see you Friday. but not you people listening (laughs) you're not invited to that (laughs) we'll see you on the
1: other side of this podcast that's funny anyway
0: anyway yeah